Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. What's going on, everybody? It is Monday, June 13th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Nick Costco, and we have a very interesting episode for you today. I'm going to welcome in my fellow news desk colleague, Brad Crawford, to talk about his top seven returning position groups in college football for 2022. And I got to warn you, it's a little SEC heavy, but of course, as we know, over the last few years or a lot of years, there's been a lot of talent going to the NFL out of the SEC. But basically, these seven position groups could determine what happens in the college football playoff race. It will, this could determine what could happen in some conference races as well. And there's a surprise number one. All right, you might not think so, but there's one position group that is not number one, a little bit further down Brad's list that you don't want to miss, but he has good reason why this other position group is actually at number one. So here's my conversation with Brad Crawford talking the top seven returning position groups in college football. Pleased to be joined now by my fellow desk writer and content creator extraordinaire, Brad Crawford. Brad, first of all, thanks for joining me, man. Second of all, this is a very interesting list as we go into 2022, the best returning position groups in college football now. Usually these lists are, you know, one through five or one through 10, top 20, but you had an interesting number, top seven. There are seven specific groups in college football that are above the rest and that could make or break the college football playoff race for the entire landscape of the nation in 2022. So let's start out. Number seven on your list, which everyone can find on 247sports.com, is the Georgia offensive line. Now, they're going to be very young this season. Three sophomore stars, as you point out. So what do you make of the Bulldogs' offensive line? Yeah, the last spot in this list to me, Nick, came down to Georgia's offensive front and Notre Dame's. Like you mentioned, Georgia brings back three starters, two new guys up front. Notre Dame has four starters back. I'm not quite as confident in that running game for Notre Dame being as good as Georgia's behind that front this year. So I, you know, I squeeze Georgia in that number seven spot. But, you know, you talk about the talent. Kirby Smart has recruited to Athens during his tenure. You know, he's averaging a, a, a top three class since his arrival in 2016 and has really done a heck of a job recruiting those, you know, big uglies in the trenches. And Georgia's offensive front should be not only run productive this season, but should be able to pass protect pretty well for Stetson Bennett. Probably the biggest key for the Bulldogs in 2022 if they want to repeat as national champions, especially even if they just want to repeat in the SEC. So number six, we're going to stick with the SEC for now. It's Alabama's defensive backfield. Now it's highlighted by Eli Ricks. He was an LSU transfer, comes in as immediate or as an immediate boost to the Crimson Tide as well. But what made you put them at number six and not higher on this list due to even a transfer like him? Yeah, you know, Ricks is one of the top SEC transfers, really top transfers overall. I think he's a 
top 10 guy, according to our last rankings update here ahead of summer. And, you know, he's a guy who played two years at LSU. I think he had five total picks and I want to say 13 or 14 appearances with the Tigers. And, you know, he really adds some some bulk, some, some necessary corner talent to Alabama. You know, Alabama's defensive backfield gives you a little bit of everything. Nick. You, you, you have the young talent in Kool-Aid McKinstry, former elite prospect, played really well last season, his first extensive action. Veteran guy at safety, Jordan Battle. One of the SEC's hardest hitters, probably a late first round guy next year if he has a good year. And then, you know, we're coming back to Eli Ricks, who didn't even have, you know, first team reps this spring, two guys ahead of him. But obviously, he's going to have a starring role in that secondary. And I think Alabama's pass defense compared to the last couple seasons is going to be really solid for America's unanimous number one team in the preseason. Now, number five. Now, I'm fascinated by this group because everyone knows about the top guy. This is it. This is at Texas now. The Longhorns running back group highlighted by B. John Robinson. This guy could be a Heisman contender in 2022. We're talking about a potential NFL superstar down the line as well. This could be a resurgent year for the Longhorns. So this one could be a little bit more extensive here on this conversation. But what makes this group so good considering Robinson is going to be the focal point of this offense? What do you make of that death behind him? Yeah, I tell you what, man, between Texas's star-studded backfield, Wisconsin's two-headed attack, and then Ohio State, you know, led by Travion Henderson, it was really tough trying to choose, you know, which program is going to have the most talented backfield in terms of depth and star power at the front. I did go with Texas, Wisconsin, and, you know, like I mentioned, Ohio State were in that mix. But, you know, Bijan's the obvious headliner, probably the front runner for the Dope Walker Award. You know, Texas has won that award several times with some some really big-name caliber backs. Bijan might be the latest. But you've also got Roshan Johnson, Keelan Robinson. You know, both of them guys combined for 1,000 yards last season. And that, you know, really gives the Longhorns a three-headed beast really three difference makers in that backfield to go with Quinn Ewers and some of those weapons on the outside. So obviously Steve Sarkeesian, you know, heading into a pivotal year in Austin has to feel really good about his running game. And just as an aside to this Texas Longhorns offense, you mentioned Steve Sarkeesian, Quinn Ewers transfers in from Ohio State at the quarterback position. Obviously we, we, we can't forget to mention Xavier Worthy at wide receiver as well. So we're talking about a three-headed monster for the most part for this Texas offense. What makes you think that Bijan Robinson, again, he's probably the best player overall out of the three of them, but what makes you think this is still going to be maybe a run-heavy offense or maybe a more run-oriented offense for the Longhorns rather than the passing game? Yeah, I mean, look, Quinn Ewers still hasn't thrown a college pass, and he hasn't even been named QB1 yet coming out of spring. So obviously him and Hudson Carter still battling. It's going to be a you know two-player battle at that quarterback spot heading into fall camp. Probably won't be decided until, you know, two weeks before that opener. So I really think at least early in September, especially week two against Alabama, Texas is going to lean on that rushing attack. You know, we don't know what the Texas offensive line is going to look like. So obviously, B. John Robinson, Roshan, Keelan, I mean, those those guys have to be good early for Texas to kind of get out of that five-win funk it was in last season and really play well and, and show out as a preseason top 25 program. So number four on your list now as we move on, we're going to go back to the SEC. I really sense a common theme right here. Alabama, once again, the linebacker position. Now, again, the star-studded headliner of this group is Will Anderson Jr. Arguably should have won the Heisman last year, depending upon how you vote for the Heisman, of course. I know you're a huge fan of Will Anderson. I'm a huge fan of him as well. Probably the best linebacker in college football. 
could be a future NFL superstar right away as he goes into the, he goes into the pros in 2023. But what do you make of him and the rest of the group with the Crimson Tide? And again, we mentioned Alabama is one of these teams that is going to be back in the national championship conversation again. Everyone talks about the offense, but the defense again. We mentioned the defensive backs before, but this group to you is better than the defensive backs. And right now it starts with Will Anderson, but what about the guys with him at the linebacker? Yeah, I think Will Anderson is the best player overall in college football. Better than reigning Heisman winner Bryce Young. You know, better than some of those big-name guys at Ohio State. He's he's a freak. He dominated last season. Every snap, he's going to give it his all. You know, something that we don't normally see out of edge guys, outside linebacker types. Look, Bama's outside linebacker talent this year is the best Nick Saban's had. It almost feels like cheating. You know, Dallas Turner had an incredible freshman year last year. Rising sophomore who is going to be an All-American before it's set in done at Bama. So you've got Dallas Turner, future first round pick, Will Anderson, probably a top five pick next year, maybe number one overall. Despite losing Christian Harris, I think Bama's outside linebackers is by far the nation's best at that position this season. And Nick Saban's unit is really going to pay dividends and play really well, in my opinion. Before we dive into the top three of your list, we'll take a quick break. Keep it locked here listening to the College Football Daily. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. So, Brad, now that we get into the top three, we're getting to the elite of the elite groups here in college football. And this one, maybe a controversial pick right here at, at number three and maybe not number one, depending upon who you root for and, and how you uh, weigh between offense and defense and been certain position groups. But the Ohio State wide receivers now, again, Alabama, Ohio State, these are wide receiver factories, as we've seen over the past couple of years. And even a notable prospect out of, out of both of them was Jamison Williams. Ohio State transfers to Alabama, breaks out. He's a first-round pick in the NFL draft just a couple months ago. But you have Ohio State's wide receivers this year going to 2022 at number three. Now, again, you have C.J. Stroud throwing them the football. Ryan Day is the head coach. J. 
Jackson Smith and Jigba really broke out during the Rose Bowl against Utah when he had the opportunity to be wide receiver number one for the Buckeyes. And then you add in Julian Fleming, who's been there for a couple of years, but buried on the depth chart. And Marvin Harrison Jr., who not only does he have a Hall of Fame father, but he's pretty good himself as well. So a three-headed monster for Ohio State at wide receiver, just a wide receiver. So tell me why these guys, as a group, are only number three on your list. Yeah, I mean, you said it pretty well, Nick. You know, number three on my list, but these guys, this trio, really, quartet, I guess you could say, could have easily held the top spot. Ohio State's wideouts, you know, the last couple of years, really since Ryan Day has taken over, has just had freaks at each position, you know, talking three wide. And, and C.J. Stroud, in my opinion, will win the Heisman this season, due in large part because of that, you know, quartet of wideouts he has in Columbus. You know, it's, it's really hard to believe that Brian Hartline, the wide receivers coach there, has this much depth in his room after losing, like you said, two first-rounders in Alave and Garrett Wilson, and then Jamison Williams, who a guy left the program for Bama you know, prior to last season, and he was picked just after them. So three straight guys from Ohio State right off the board, and now they've got a couple other future first-round picks. Jackson Smith-Majigba, you mentioned his 300-yard performance out in Pasadena in January, really turned some heads. You know, a lot of us inside football, Nick, obviously we knew about Jackson, knew he was going to be a breakout player, but that – performance he had against Utah was just uh, eye-opening in in a lot of ways. Obviously, he's the true wide receiver one there, former five-star Julian Fleming. I know Hartline has mentioned this spring that he expects big things from him. And then Emeka Abuka is another guy who could really have a solid season as maybe that third option. And Marvin Harrison Jr., you know, he only had a couple catches last year. Obviously, he's going to get more reps, play a lot more series this fall for the Buckeyes. So, that receiving group right now, I think, edges out USC just by a small bit for college football's best at wideout. To number two now, it's the Clemson defensive line. I found this a very interesting pick only because, you know, it seems like nobody's really talking about Clemson other than, well, they had a down year in 2021, even though it was a 10-win season, but they didn't win the ACC. They didn't get back to the college football playoffs. But, but, but their defensive line is on your radar. Tell me why this is the number two returning position group in college football for next year. Yeah, so this Clemson defensive front really reminds me of the one that Dabo and former D.C. Brent Venables put together a couple of years ago, you know, when they had those three first-round picks in 2019, I think it was, led by Dexter Lawrence, you know, Cleland Farrell. You know, this season's group is just loaded, man. Miles Murphy, Brian Brees, Xavier Thomas, K.J. Henry, all those are like top 150 recruits, you know, from – some of our scouting guys, and they've all played really well so far in college. K.J. Henry's a guy that I think a former elite-level guy who's going to break out this season finally and you know, become one of those early-round guys a lot of us who saw him play in high school you know, really thought he could be. But all these guys are top-end pass rushers. I think they're going to affect the game in a big way this year, and that's part of the reason that I've got Clemson you know, as my early ACC frontrunner, despite there being you know, four to five ACC teams, I think, who could maybe dethrone the Tigers this season. But you know, inconsistent quarterback play is what doomed Clemson last season. But I think this fall, even if DJ has a so-so type year, that defensive line is going to be good enough on the other side of the football to really, you know, push Clemson from that good team top 10 moniker to perhaps, you know, 12 and one type playoff scenario. Talking with Brad Crawford, 24-7 sports news desk writer and content creator. One more for you, Brad. It's the number one group on your list. It's the Georgia tight ends. Everyone knows about Brock Bowers, freshman sensation at tight end last year. I mean, this guy looked like he was going to be a, a, an NFL tight end after playing, what, 12, 13, 14 games last season. It's amazing how good he is, but yet you find that there's a lot of depth behind him. And namely, there's one transfer on here that almost everybody forgot about because he was really highly rated according to 24-7 Sports. So tell me why Georgia, their, their tight end group, 
is the number one returning position group in college football for 2022. Yeah, the uh, deepest, most talented position group at tight end has to be Georgia. I mean, really a team that goes five wide at that position, talking about from tight end one to Brock Bowers, all the way down to last year's, you know, star freshman, Oscar Delt, top 100 guy who was going to go to South Carolina, but Georgia was able to swing him at the last minute. He's a guy who down the road is going to be a really good fit at Georgia. Maybe not this season, but I mean, talking about Brock Bowers at at tight end one, you know, you've got Darnell Washington, a red zone threat who at 6'6", 250 is just unstoppable inside that 20-yard line. We we saw him last year go get it several times, whether it's in the middle of the field or at the pylon. He's a heck of a player. And then, as you mentioned, LSU transfer Arik Gilbert. You know, we, we really haven't seen him at his best since two seasons ago when, when he started as a freshman at LSU, had some off-the-field issues. Now he's, you know, fully healthy, ready to go, and he's going to be a star this season, I I think within that Georgia passing game. So Stetson Bennett, you know, he was not one of our top 25 quarterbacks coming out of spring in terms of all power five guys, but you know, he could have another solid year as long as most of those targets go to these monsters that tied in between the hedges. He is Brad Crawford, 24 seven sports news desk writer. And of course, content creator extraordinaire, as we like to call him. Brad, where can everybody find you on social media? At Crawford 247 on Twitter. Be sure to give him a follow. All the great content from Brad day in and day out. Be sure to catch this list. Top seven returning college football position groups for 2022 on 247sports.com. Brad, appreciate the time as always. We'll talk to you soon and we're getting that much closer to football, man. It's almost here, man. Thanks a lot. Once again, thanks to Brad Crawford for joining me on the College Football Daily. Hey, I'll tell you what, it's going to be a very interesting college football season. I'm really interested to see what that Georgia tight end group as They were the number one team on Brad's list. Brock Browers leading the way again. Eric Gilbert, really got to see what happens with him. I mean, he has been an unknown over the last two years. So if he breaks out, Georgia, I'll tell you what, they could run through the SEC once again. But Ohio State's wide receivers, they're still my number one, though, on my own personal list. But be sure to check out Brad's uh, list once again on 247sports.com and the rest of our content on 247sports.com. Thanks for listening. Once again, be sure to subscribe and listen to wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple, wherever the case may be. Subscribe, like, and download. I am Nick Costco. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at NickCosco59, N-I-C-K-K-O-S-K-O-5-9 on Twitter. Tune in next time as we bring you more on the College Football Daily. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.